everyone, and welcome to Everyday English, helping you make the complex simple. My name is Laura Marshall Say, owner of Marshall Say English, and I help professionals just like you improve their English so they can present themselves to the world with confidence. Improving your English means engaging with the language outside of the classroom. But who has time for that? You do. Stay tuned for my fun, easy, everyday techniques to help you improve your English. It's only natural that when someone studies a language, they want to see improvement. Yet these same people often get frustrated because they have been taking lessons for months, even years, but aren't making progress. When I ask what they're doing between classes to engage with English, my question is often met with silence and blank stares. Part of the problem is that language learners often have unrealistic expectations. To see what these expectations were, I did an internet search, Become Fluent in English. I was shocked by the results. First, I found several articles that said I could be fluent in a year if I studied at least four hours per day and immersed myself in the language. Now that's realistic if you have enough time to do it and you have the money to move to an English-speaking country for a year. Some other websites told me I could be fluent in three months. Again, that's possible if you have time to do nothing but study. But most of us don't have that luxury. The craziest one of all came from a woman on YouTube who said that if I'm already at the intermediate B1 level, I would be able to speak fluent English in just five days. Five days! With her lessons, of course. I have news for you. That isn't going to happen. To be able to move from one CEFR, that's the Common European Framework for Languages, um, for, to move from one level to the next takes approximately 120 to 200 hours of study depending on how easy you learn and what you're preparing for. For example, if you need to take one of the official CEFR exams, it will take you more time than if you just want to improve your general communication skills. Now, I'm not saying this to discourage you. Not at all. You can and you will improve, but you can't limit your learning to the classroom. You will only make real progress if you engage with English between lessons. Now, I know that you do not have the time or the energy for long study sessions between lessons. I understand because I am in the same boat. You see, after the Brexit vote in 2016, 
my husband and I decided that we wanted to move back to Germany. We lived here in the 1980s, and we loved it. To prepare myself, I began studying German at a language school in London. I had two 90-minute sessions per week in the evenings, and I worked full-time during the day. It didn't take me long to realize that three hours in the classroom weren't enough. So I found ways to immerse myself in the language every day without ever leaving the UK. Perhaps you can use these techniques to help you improve your English skills the same way they helped me with my German. So what did I do? Well, the first one is I listened to German radio online. At first, I didn't understand anything, not one word, but I listened anyway because it's a good way to hear the rhythm of the language. Then one day, while listening to the radio, I heard a few words I knew. Then I started to understand whole sentences. Soon, after listening to a traffic report, I was actually able to tell my husband that there was a 10-kilometer backup on the A661 leading into Frankfurt. That's how much my listening improved. When you look for English language stations online, don't just Google English language radio. Make it interesting and pick a specific city. Do you have calls with Australians and need help understanding the Australian accent? Then see what radio stations are available online for Sydney. Or maybe you want to hear an American accent. Challenge yourself and listen to radio stations in New York, Dallas, or Atlanta. Trust me, if you can understand those accents, you will be able to understand anything. <laughs> the wonderful thing about this technique is that it can be on in the background while you are doing other things. I also watched German television online. Now, for this, I had to buy a subscription. But luckily, you won't need a subscription to find British or American programs because there are so many of them around. Often, all you need to do is change the broadcast language on your television. You can do that on your remote control. If that doesn't work, there are thousands of shows or clips on YouTube. Watching TV is brilliant for listening comprehension. I was surprised how quickly that improved after only a few weeks of watching police shows and hospital dramas in the evening. When you hear the words and you see the actions at the same time, it makes it very easy to put the two together. And just like with radio, watching TV gives you a chance to hear different accents, expand your vocabulary, and learn a few idioms. I'd like to say a word about subtitles. Subtitles are great, and if you're watching TV in English, it's okay to keep the English subtitles on. 
What you shouldn't do is turn the subtitles on in your own language. Why? Because it's just too much for the brain to listen in one language and read in another. Okay, so we have TV and radio. The next thing I did was I started listening to German pop music. I tried this after my German teacher played a song in class to help us learn some adjectives. When I got home, I downloaded the song. It was a really good song. And when I listened to it, I read along with the lyrics. That's the words to the song. From that one song, I learned 10 to 12 new vocabulary words. After that, I started looking for new music everywhere to add to my library. Now, anytime I hear a German song I like, I not only download the song, but the lyrics as well. Hey, if I'm going to sing along in the car, I want to know what I'm singing. I also try to read as much as I can in German. And I'm actually reading my first full book in German. And I'm not going to lie, it's difficult. I have a dictionary open and I only usually can do three pages at a time. But I'm pushing through. For those who are studying English, books written for teenagers is a good place to start. There's also a lot of content online, particularly if you like to read the news. Just Google News Learning English. I also know a few people who read comic books in English, and they love it. The pictures help with comprehension. I also write everything down. Writing helps you remember things, particularly words and phrases, especially if you read them out loud. For people studying English, write down what you want to say in English. Then type it into the translator, Google or DeepL. I particularly like DeepL. So type it into the translator in your own language and then compare the two, the difference between what the translator says and what you wrote. This is a really good way to see your mistakes, which makes it easier to correct them. Once you correct your original text, Write down any sentences you might use again in a little notebook. Which brings me to my last tip. Keep a notebook. I have a little notebook that I keep with me all the time. If I see a new word, I write it down. If I come across a new phrase or some functional language that I might be able to use later, I write it down. If I don't have time to write it down, I at least take a picture of it with my phone and record it in my notebook later. I'm seeing real improvement in my German with these techniques. And if you engage with English every day, even in a small way, you will make progress as well. So those are my top tips. 
What are yours? How do you engage with the language outside the classroom? Leave a comment here or send a message to me on my website, www.marshallsayenglish.com, and let me know. I'd love to hear from you. That's all for this week. Stay safe, and I'll see you next week.